0: I think the intentionality provides the focus on the outcomes of what you're trying to do and not just basically uh, get buffeted by the winds from the day-to-day.
1: Welcome to Navigation and Discovery with Cameron Singh. On today's episode, we have Wade Troxell. And Wade used to be the former mayor of Fort Collins out here in northern Colorado. Uh, Wade is also currently a professor at Colorado State University and he is also remains a community leader within Northern Colorado. So I've had the honor of getting to know Wade over the last few years. And we talked with Wade. I had talked with Wade about his experience in politics, his experience in education, and to just gather insights from him on the things that he's learned and the things that he's learning today. So I really hope you gain some variety of insights, not only from someone that's been in politics, but also someone that is in education and working with students. And um, also we'll touch on some leadership lessons that Wade has learned. So hope you enjoy this podcast interview with Wade. Well, thank you so much, Wade, for being on the podcast. Great
0: to be here, Cameron. Thank you. Great to join you.
1: For sure. Um, so, just to let the audience know, Wade and I met uh, oh a little over a year ago. We've we've known each other now, and um, it's been Wade has been awesome getting to know you over the last year or so, and um, really appreciate our our friendship.
0: Likewise, Cameron, uh, you're quite a quite a young leader, and I appreciate uh, meeting with you. I I know you have great things in your future.
1: For sure. Thanks. Um, so, Wade. Uh, t- Give the audience a little bit of insights about uh, yourself.
0: Well, um I grew up in Fort Collins, so Fort Collins is my hometown. Um, I went to Pooter schools, uh, and uh, uh, along the way, I uh, played football. I played and then I went to Colorado State University and was on the football team there while I majored in engineering science and graduated with that in, in nineteen eighty. Um, had a short stint with the Broncos, uh, long snapping, um, and then uh, I started my masters. And after I finished my masters, I worked at Kodak in Windsor for a couple of years, and then had a chance to come back for my PhD at Colorado State Mechanical Engineering. And when I finished that, I I uh, did a postdoc at University of Edinburgh in their Department of Artificial Intelligence and working on intelligent robotics. So. I continue to work in that, uh, space in terms of, um, intelligent control distributed systems. And that also includes UAVs and, and, uh, autonomous vehicles, as well as just, uh, just what is intelligence and how do you control real physical systems?
1: Well, and, awesome. Yeah.
0: So that's yeah. my educational background been on the faculty for 30 plus years in mechanical engineering and, and, uh, And and then my foray into uh, politics, and we'll get into that a little bit.
1: Yeah, so let's let's move on to that, Wade, because uh, um, talk a a little bit. So you were the uh, former mayor of the city of Fort Collins, and that's in northern Colorado. uh, For those um, that are listening outside (laughs) Colorado, Um, so tell us a little bit about you. You have an extensive academic background. Your involvement is, is is your education is fairly well diverse. In my opinion, that is, uh, and you you got to the point of, of being the uh, mayor of Fort Collins. So tell take us into a little bit of that journey, how that was um, to your journey, really into into politics.
0: You bet. Well, um, you know, I'm glad to, and and so I, I was serving as associate dean for research and economic development in, in the college, uh, and I was approached by a number of folks in Fort Collins community to run for city council and I did uh, this was in 2007 and for a council member position district four which is southwest Fort collins I ran and I won and and uh I ran two terms was term limited there and then at the end of that uh being council member I ran for mayor and and uh, ran for three terms and and one each time and it was term limited and and stepped down uh in in April 2021. So I'm the recent past mayor of the city of Fort Collins, the the 56th mayor of Fort Collins. Fort Collins is the fourth largest city in the state of Colorado. Uh, it, it's a it's a wonderful community, and and uh, um, along the way, and part of being mayor, I served as chair of uh, what is uh, the Northern Colorado Regional Airport, and I also. Uh, served as the chair of Platte River Power Authority, so a number of responsibilities there that impact our future, and and always took a very much a forward-looking view of of Fort Collins. Uh, the reason it's a great place that it is is not by accident, but really intentional leadership in the past. And and uh, I, act, you know, part of the story, but not uh, uh, not all of the story is when I was fourteen. I served as mayor for the day in Fort Collins um, for then Mayor Carl Carson. He was challenged to a race by the ASCSU, the student body president at Colorado State University, and he accepted and made me mayor for the day. So I I did this 15 mile race and and uh, uh, on behalf of uh, Mayor Carson, and Mayor Carson is always a um, an inspiration to me, uh, and and so I I, I think about. That uh introduction, if you will fondly and and uh, I think that might have played a role in my awareness and and but also my commitment to civic uh, a civic service in our community and uh, that's really the primary reason I ran
1: awesome um and then uh tell us a little bit about your background in the field of education,
0: yeah. So I did my uh, bachelor's, master's, and PhD. Uh, my first degree was in engineering science and bioengineering. And then uh, my master's was in mechanical engineering. It was a project that I had funded that was part of my senior design project and was funded towards my master's. And And uh, um, I was a TA and research assistant during that time. And I also... Uh, then I went to Kodak, and that was a formative aspect of my development because of working in industry and, and uh, really having context of, of, of real deliverables and expectations. And, and uh, that also helped focus me on, it was on high-speed automated equipment and focused me on robotics at what I did my PhD. Um, and I came up, you know, my dissertation is really a generative form of uh, AI planning for robotic assembly. And I then did the postdoc at University of Edinburgh, in both Intelligent Robotics and the Edinburgh Designer System. So supporting design uh, with an AI underpinning, if you will. and uh, and been working in those areas for uh, you know my career as it relates to my research and And as a faculty member, I've worked with, you know, I've always been outward facing a program that um, started was, what is now the Manufacturer's Edge, um, the Manufacturing Extension Partnership that started in, in Colorado and, and uh, Wyoming. and, and uh, So I've always had this orientation towards a real uh, a private sector, real businesses doing real things that are meaningful, have value. And uh, so I've always brought that to my work uh, here at the university.
1: Yeah, and, and now you're at Colorado State University, and what would you say kind of led you in that path of um, really staying in that education space? Yeah,
0: well, I, you know, I think it was in my blood. My father was a faculty member here at Colorado State, and uh, so I knew that literally growing up, and, and, uh, um, and, and you, know, I, you know, I really had the opportunity to stay in Fort Collins and raise my family and get married here, and, and uh, we just celebrated our 42nd wedding anniversary. So, um, you know, very fortunate to uh, uh, see Fort Collins, uh, I think, become even a better place. Um, when I was born, it was 20,000 people. Now it's 177,000 people, so eight and a half times. And uh, again, it's not by accident. It takes uh, uh, real leadership, uh, and I tried to bring that to our council, uh, where we worked as a as a team and, and as a council, um, is, as you all know, or are, are elected and they come from all different backgrounds and so forth, but really thought uh, fundamentally that if we're working well together, we're serving our community better. So uh, really brought the notion of high performing teams to our council and, and uh, really uh, tried to lift and focus on the future of Fort Collins, not just next year, but 30, 50, 100 years because that's really the role of, 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 of a local government.
1: Yeah. So I wanted to touch on that more a little bit about your experience as the mayor and in politics in Fort Collins is what were some of the leadership lessons that you learned uh, through that journey and uh, experience?
0: Yeah, you know, I had a number of takeaways from that. Um, and, uh, um, you know, I think one of them was, you know, what's the real problem we're trying to solve? I would be in a work session, and and there would be somebody uh, from the city staff presenting, and and frankly, it wasn't even clear what we were trying to accomplish. It was sure clearly a lot of work and a lot of effort, but it was what's the problem we're trying to solve? So one of the things I noticed is many of the issues that come before city council are are not necessarily Fort Collins issues. They get parachuted in for from the outside for whatever reason, and and uh, um, you know we have to have the discipline. Uh, and the discernment to understand what's important to the future of Fort Collins and some of those things that uh, we can just let go. Um, I think that's an important part of leadership is is simply not, you know, um, always feeling you have to do something to look busy, but really you have to be intentional about those things that are meaningful uh, for your community. So I think, you know, that's that's one item that uh, um, what's the real problem we're trying to solve? and not just jumping to answers i see that so many times where uh we jumped answers but really don't understand and and um uh, and, and understand what the problem is to be solved and oftentimes that there isn't one and so um you know i think that's one of the things that uh, you always have to be uh cognizant of another thing i think is 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 endemic uh to local government is um what's the what's what's the biggest uh, barrier to the future of a lot of local governments is average thinking should be exceptional thinking. You know, when you're building 30, 50, 100 years out, you should be thinking about the greatness of your community, just not filling potholes. And uh, clearly there are those things that are very operational day to day that you need to do well, and you should do them uh, best in class. So really have, Ability to uh, measure at whether it's the police department, the fire department, or streets department, or the, the transport, or what have you. Um, there should be something to uh, garner what's best in class, and and what is that? And it isn't necessarily what's happening up and down the front range or across the state. Um, it's not even in the United States. It should be best of class in the world. And what we're trying to do as a municipality, it's clearly not a lack of resources. It's usually a lack of leadership about, uh, being exceptional and, uh, and, and working towards that end.
1: Mm. Oh, that's awesome. Um, you mentioned, um, intentionality and I I wanted to touch on that a bit, um, and, this doesn't have to be just centered around your experience in politics, but more towards our listeners. Um, why is an t- intentionality so important in and just uh, d- our day to day and especially in, in leadership?
0: Well, I think the intentionality provides the focus on the outcomes of what you're trying to do and not just basically, uh, get buffeted by the winds from the day to day, uh, endeavors and, and, uh, um, clearly there is a lot of uh, uh, winds and turbulence at times but the focus is is where are you going and and making sure you have that larger bearing so I think one of the things in in the leadership is oftentimes your head is down so much in doing the day-to-day sorts of things and you really need to lift your head up and look to the horizon are you on the right trajectory to the outcome that you want to accomplish. If you're not, then you need to recalibrate and 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 get on that course. But a lot of times I think people get caught up in the day-to-day, um, but not necessarily the where you're going uh point of view. And and uh um, you know, I think that's important uh, you know, as to where you're going. And, th- and then as I mentioned, you know, many things come, you know, to a community that may not be part of your community and having the discernment. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it. And, uh, and, and having that discernment and, and ability to say, uh, you know, that isn't uh, an issue that's for our community, even though, you know, it might be a wonderful thing for some community somewhere else. But usually they find their way to uh, Fort Collins and parachute in and and, uh, and it's not really something that we need to address.
1: Well, awesome. Um, Wade, you, you get the pleasure of at CSU interacting with a lot of young people and students and a wide variety of ages. Um, you know, when we're talking about leadership, um, leadership is, is so much needed within our younger generations, because now I'm noticing that, um, young people are just on the fast track to leadership and sometimes that could be good, uh, but also that could be bad, but what now speaking to the uh, younger listeners uh, on the podcast, um what type of encouragement would you provide when it comes to um that that trajectory towards leadership um what 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 advice would you like to give in that space? Sure.
0: And the classes I teach are mainly uh, 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 design classes, so they tend to be team projects. and so um talk a lot about uh, uh, working in teams and so forth and and uh, individual roles and so forth, but you know, one thing I fundamentally believe is everyone's a contributor, and everyone is a leader in various ways. Well, leader isn't necessarily someone that's in the front of the band, or um, and and or um, just uh, someone that. Uh, you know, likes to, uh, think they're the leader. It's not the boss person necessarily is even the leader, but everybody is a leader in various ways. And, and, uh, everybody needs to be all in on a particular team. And, and, uh, and, you know, part of that is not only the, the assertiveness of, of doing something, but also, but that's an important part of leadership is doing something, but it's also offering grace and so forth in that role. Um, You know, my definition that I use, and I've uh, borrowed it and modified it a bit from from Marshall Gantz. Marshall Gantz is a uh, lecturer at Harvard Kennedy School, and this is the definition I use, is leadership is accepting responsibility to create conditions that enable others to achieve a shared purpose in the face of uncertainty and so it's really not a leader is not about yourself servant leadership obviously is not about oneself but serving others but it's really bringing out the best in others to achieve a shared purpose that we're all trying to accomplish together and um, in this divided world uh, we see a lack of leadership I think and instead of real leadership that is really uh, leading whether it's a, a community forward or an organization forward or a business forward or even a family forward, um, it really takes uh, uh, leadership and accepting that responsibility to create those conditions that enable others to achieve a shared purpose in the face of uncertainty. So that's, uh, you know, and I think part of that is also what's the motivation, the motivating factor, I think, uh, can be one of three things. One of uh, motivation can be uh, one of anger, um, you know, so uh, do this uh, kind of a Mentality and and uh, and that motivates to some degree. What about uh, another uh, form of leadership is anxiety? Really, uh, oh no, uh, I don't. You know, uh, bad things can happen, and um, uh, that's a another kind of motivation. But really, the motivation that I ascribe to and really think more about is um, the leadership of awe. What what can be the possibilities? And really thinking about. Uh, the opportunity and thinking about the benefit to all yeah, and that's where in our community I really talk to all in the city of Fort Collins and and really lifting the level and and also lifting the arbitrary constraints that many place on themselves or placed on by others and really it's it's uh they tend to be artificial and not real uh, they can be felt for sure, but uh, it's really up to us to uh, uh, create a sense of awe and the possibilities, allow uh, the great uh, uh, human uh, spirit to uh, to uh, take over and and uh, to do wonderful things.
1: And mm. uh, Wade, I know you probably experienced this as mayor and in in your political time that you're in politics. Is sometimes you're trying to get a message across but people are not, not on board, right? You're, you're trying to go against the grain. You're trying to be visionary, but people just, just are not seeing it. So how do you, how do you, how did you get your message across and cast that vision and help people understand your perspectives to, to get everyone on your council on board?
0: Yeah, well, and they're all individuals and they're there different motivations why they're there. And, 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 you know, what I would try to do is one more possibility, and that's that sense of awe um, and uh, in where everyone can see their benefit in it. Um, you know, it isn't necessarily the benefit that I see or necessarily I'm trying to push. Not at all. It's really trying to create an environment that from whatever perspective someone's coming at it from, they see themselves and their benefit in it. And it really should be if they're motivated uh, for the betterment of our community. And I, uh, um, you know, unfortunate. There's times when people. It, I don't believe it's for a benefit of our community and and for all in our community, but it might be for some. And it, uh, you know, I I think I saw this. You see, a lot of times is I think issues are oftentimes whether they're political issues or just general cultural issues are really set up to be adversarial. Um, I don't know if you remember the uh, old uh, uh, Miller Lite commercial of less filling or tastes great as a false choice. It's really, let's have a beer. Um, let's uh, come together and and share, share that instead of taking the framing that's often given to us in terms, are you for it or against it? And, uh, I, you know, what I would do is when an issue is often framed in a way that what are you uh and and I would frame it in a way that I could be full-throated in support of it but it ne- isn't necessarily the framing that comes your way mm. so yeah. and, and be full- throated and, and 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 advocate and are and argue from that perspective which at the end of the day I you know I think is honestly the right way to go
1: yeah I've seen uh several issues where you know, when you go and cast vision is uh, people stay uh, kind of a bit small minded on the on the minute topics or minute issues. Yep. And then they lose sight of the bigger picture. It's like you have a city to run, you have a community yeah. to build, you're planning for the next 50, 100 years.
0: Right. And I think part of that intentionality is having priorities. There's never infinite resources. So I think you have to prioritize and be intentional about those things that are important to your community. You know, uh, all too often I see, you know, it's happening now in Fort Collins where they're going after tax dollars, where they haven't even prioritized the services that they're they're currently providing. We used to do budgeting for outcomes where there was a, 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 an outcome we were desiring, and that's how the budget was built, um, based on the available resources. And if, if some fell below the line, and if they didn't meet... The priority of the outcome of our community then they shouldn't be necessarily funded in the first place and so i think there needs to be that intentional approach to prioritization and uh, what is the highest and best use of the resources that we do have and not simply think it's a, a largess, and you know we never have enough and and uh, um you know and, and feel that uh, uh you know the thing is is i think there's a lot of places that uh, Uh, you know, if it's, if you're not high performing, there's a lot of, um, you know, waste in the system and that's not good for our community, uh, nor its
1: citizens. Awesome. Um, Well, as we wind down Wade with the uh, podcast, I wanted to touch on one more thing is getting involved in the community that you live in. I'm a huge champion of it. Uh, You're a, a huge champion of it being, you know, born and raised in Fort Collins and, heavily immersed and very well known uh person in the Fort Collins community. Um so with those listing out there, you know, there are people that have jobs, families and m- may not think getting involved in their community should be a part of what they do. So provide some some insights on why should people or care or even get involved in their community that they live in.
0: Right. Well, I think that's a fundamental right of our Kind of government and our right, our society is really our responsibility to our community and and giving to our community one way or another. I, I tend to see that um, uh, members of our community are very generous of their time and giving to uh, various boards and nonprofits and and uh, um, uh, 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 programs that are beneficial to our community and that's that's laudable. Um, and uh, and you know I think we also have to take responsibility to our, uh, self-governance and, uh, responsibilities that we have to our, uh, city, county, state, and federal level and, uh, and participating actively in all of those as well. Um, and, you know, I think, uh, um, and, and it should be for the best interest of, of those in our community. And that's the one thing I enjoyed about being mayor is it does have direct impact on people in our community. Uh, the kinds of services that are provided, the kinds of, uh, um, uh, you know, the thing that I' love to hear just um I would do undercover mayor and I'd just go listen to community members out and about, and I would hear, um I just love Fort Collins for this reason. you know, it it's that uh, that sh- uh, share of joy and and um uh Peter Kaguyama is for the love of cities. It's not the big things that necessarily make the community great, but it's a lot of little things people making it a special place, uh, going around the corner and seeing something that's just uh, just makes you smile and, and enjoy it um, uh, at the time, a sense of place. And so you know I think there's so much that everyone can do from whatever their capacity is in their community. But I think ultimately that we all have a shared responsibility to our former of government and and giving back to our community and to uh, uh, the organizations within our community
1: awesome. Um this has been a really good conversation, but I wanted to we, we I may, I do a lot of these uh these uh, rapid round questions just so our audience can get get to know you a bit better. So, um we'll start off with what do you what is it that you're reading today or where do you like consume content?
0: Oh, very good. Um you know, I I I have been reading a lot about uh leadership just because uh you know, uh uh, you know, I believe that that's important and getting uh, the best ideas that are out there. Um, you, know, also, you know, I also, you know, I'd say that's probably, well, and also things I think related to uh, one's health. Uh, a great book on breathe and how the impact of breathing, something so innocuous, innocuous as uh, breathing, but how critical it is uh, uh, to our health and, and to our, and I tend to take a systems approach uh, and a view of, of things that I do so just these things that we tend to compartmentalize and think of uh, uh, when you begin to think of their interplay with uh, in this case your body or or um, you know as it relates to someone in their community and and the impact across the community there's many uh, or many things that go beyond just uh, you know an individual and those are important to understand and appreciate as well.
1: Mm-hmm. And then um, what's uh one bucket list item?
0: You know, um, I look forward to when uh, I have two kids, they're both married and and doing well and and look forward to when they have uh, uh, children. So I'm looking forward to grandchildren at some point. So that's probably my next bucket list. I should share uh, my last bucket list item that uh, I was able to share with my son who graduated with his PhD from Cornell and I was able to hood him in that graduation ceremony so that was a bucket list item for me for sure
1: oh that's awesome and then uh lastly um dead or alive who would you have lunch with yeah
0: you know um I've always been fascinated by Abraham Lincoln um the challenges that he had at the time he had them and, and uh, his his uh foray into, uh, becoming an elected, uh, and, and just his life and his legacy. Uh, very fascinating uh, man. And uh, I think uh, we can continue to learn from so much uh, of uh, Abraham Lincoln's legacy.
1: Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Wade, for, for being on the podcast. And thank you so much for our continued friendship. And um, thanks again.
0: Thank you, Cameron. Appreciate it. Have a
1: great day. Well, I thank you so much for tuning in to Navigation and Discovery with Cameron Singh. I really hope this interview with Wade added value to you, your journey of life, wherever you're at, that you're able to gather from uh, different people from different walks of life. So Wade is from politics and education, and I really hope this added value to you and you were able to have some awesome takeaways. If this is your first time subscribing to the podcast, feel free to subscribe on whichever platform you're listening on. I uh, release the podcast every Tuesday on a weekly basis, so you'll get a notification whenever the podcast goes live or the episode goes live. And there's also a YouTube channel. You can find uh, the YouTube channel in the links and the podcast description on whichever platform you're listening on. And you can also subscribe if you Uh, like watching uh, videos of the podcast episodes as well and if you haven't gotten a copy of my book navigation and discovery a path of navigating and discovering through your journey of faith this is my first book that debuted uh just about a year ago and um if you want to get your copy or find out more about the book you can go to my website cameronsing.com. i'd greatly appreciate your support and also, if you think someone else might need to hear this message of Navigation and Discovery, um, feel free. You can give them a copy as well. Thank you again for tuning in to this podcast, Navigation and Discovery with Cameron Singh. I really hope that you're enjoying the guests that I'm bringing on and having these conversations with. So thank you again, and we'll catch you on next week's episode.